from the white cliffs of cream in Devon to the windswept speckles of the Dundee cake from the humble Cornish pasty to the noble jellied eel we've searched these British isles for the food that brings us together or drives us apart so fasten your napkins and join us as we find out once and for all what's the best British food in the first Great British Food Fight. I'm a bumbra kick. I'm a haggis. I'm a little Welsh cake. I'm a Dundee cake. <laughs> Hello, I'm Timothy Fork. Welcome to week six of the epic battle of British tasty things. As regular listeners will well know by now, we've been on the tour of the UK, meeting some of the mouth-watering foods that make us who we are as a nation. Each week, foods representing their local area battle it out, all aiming to become the winner of the great British food fight. Today, the winner of the southeast of England will face off against the winner of the southwest of England. Let's remind ourselves who they both are. The winner of the southeast was Victoria Sponge. Hi, Timothy. So wonderful to be back with you again. How's, how's the, uh, the little parties going? Oh, very well, thank you. Mary and I hosted... Mary Berry, that is, of course. Of course. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we hosted... Lovely little get-together just outside of Cadogan Hall uh, Mm. a week or so ago. Really wonderful, raised lots of money for some excellent causes and I think everybody there had a jolly good time. Well, as you you invited me and I I was there myself and I can confirm I had a great time. It was very very swanky, very swanky. Oh, it was just a little get-together, but thank you, Timothy, so much for coming. Thanks for the invite. Uh, and um, yes, and we've also got Tristan back from Cornwall, the Cornish pasty. Hello there, my lover, Timothy. Long time no see. It's been a while. How's things been since your win? Well, it seems like many moons have passed and even the scenes themselves are changing now. All things change, but I remain constant. Deep within me, I keep my filling consistent. And I think that's what people love about you. There's too much change in the world, but you can always rely on a Cornish pasty. Uh, indeed, that's what they say. Well, this is a showdown I'm very much looking forward to. Which is the best southern food in England? Let's find out as Tristan meets Victoria. Tristan, hello. Hello there, my lover, Victoria. Very nice to see you. You're looking quite nice and airy. <laughs> Thank you, Tristan. And you, I have to say, looking sumptuously full well thank you i'm positively plump aren't i but you you're a full circle of a cake marvelous oh goodness tristan you must stop with these compliments oh it's just it's so wonderful to be able to share this experience together don't you think i uh, indeed it is it's uh, seems like a long ago i was just a young Cornish pasty being filled with all the knowledge of the world. And now I've traveled a long way to come here, won my first heat. Now I 
can hardly believe I'm up against a Victoria sponge cake. Oh, don't. Tristan, I'm sure your history is just as long and illustrious as mine is, and I think you should be very, very proud of yourself for guessing where you have got. Oh, well, I am. I'm sure my history is much longer than yours, as linked to the kingdom of Kurnow, as it goes back, the only independent kingdom that still stands under the predations of the Roman army. We have a link back to the primeval past of these British Isles. Oh, indeed, I carry within me wisdom, not just bits of potato and beef. Well, Tristan, that's very noble of you, and I would suggest that you perhaps tone down the uh, braggadocio nature of your claims. After all, I'm sure you understand that your pastry comes from the same roots as my sponge, and ultimately, uh, you could even say we're related. Oh, indeed we are, but whilst you have taken the path of air to be light and airy and filled with not very much at all, not much use for the labourer in the fields, only for those with fine, soft hands like velvet gloves that have never done a day's work, whereas I am a food for the hardy labourer. I am from the earth. I follow that path and support others. Well, again, that's very admirable, although perhaps an unfair claim. After all, how many tea parties have you attended where I've made my presence well known amongst the guests? One needn't be royalty or particularly upmarket to have me around. I just, I add a little sparkle of fun wherever I go. That's true. You certainly do have a mystical charisma about you, a light airiness of fun. I cannot deny that. Well, and I cannot deny the good work you've done sustaining our nation's labourers. Perhaps, Tristan, we are in many ways the yin and yang of this great nation. Well, now that is an interesting idea. Perhaps a, a druid baker could cook up a interesting concoction, the yin-yang half Cornish pasty, half a Victoria sponge. What would that be? Mm, indeed, what would that be? Arguably repulsive, but nonetheless a wonderful idea. Well, I've, you've given me ideas. Now I must go away to prepare for the final showdown. I may come back transformed indeed. Well, I wish you well, Tristan. Best of luck. Here you are, Spartacus. Look at this. I found this. It's like encased in, and, and it, it's all crumbly like. I love it. A rock, Septus. It looks like a rock. Well, that just the meat, the chunky bits and the meat. Oh, I see. But it's disguised as a rock. Yeah, so you can throw it on someone's head and kill them. Oh, because if you're looking at the colour of Septimus, it's like that brown, like this earth is brown, and that it's like brown. And when, when you picked it up there, I thought he was chewing on a rock. I thought, that's Septimus. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to break his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sparkus, you're full of it, aren't you? Eh? Always joking around like I throw rocks at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, so what sort of meat is it then? I mean, these 
Cornish. I'm even taking on their accent. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I don't sound Roman at all anymore. I've been here too long. Um, have you noticed that uh, they they eat all sorts of strange things? Do we know what sort of meat this is? Well, I thought this was the beast of Bodmin Moor. Oh, beast of Bodmin Moor. Yeah. What, was it like an what was it like an horse or a pig or? Some say it's a puma, some say it's a lion, and some say it's a shark. It's a lawyer. Lawyer, well, a lawyer uh, and a lion. Ah, uh, so it could be a lawyer disguised as a lion. That's it. That's, I mean, that's, that sounds good to me. So it could be cat. So this, 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 what's it called? Pasty. Yeah, it's a pasty. 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 You know, you say you've taken on the accent because we've not been home for 20 years. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. not seen Rome for 20 years and I miss my wife. I do. Yeah, but, me too. You know, come in here. You have to take on the lingo down here. Otherwise, you're not accepted by the Druids. Pasty. 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 Yeah, well, they and they don't like my leather skirt, none, neither. No. They're trying to get me in one of them blank uh, sheet things. Oh, I said, it looks like I'm walking around in my pyjamas. I'm not doing that, I said. I'm keeping my leather skirt on. It's much more manly. Oh, I have to say, I've never tasted anything as good as this pasty. It is good. I don't miss spaghetti. No, I don't like pasta. Please advert with me in it. Well, uh, yeah, it, it's too much, isn't it? It's too heavy. You can't march on a stomach full of pasta, but you can march on a stomach full of pasty. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I did. I did, Sparkers. And as I, I'll say it again, you're a funny man. Septus. Oh, you're my best bud. <laughs> I love you, mate. I do. These past 20 years have flown by with you. Been all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lovely little bit of Stockholm syndrome there. Yeah. I yes, absolutely. Where is where is that exactly? Has that been invented yet? Oh, I'm not sure. There's somewhere up in the cold bits up the north there. In Scotland? Uh no, I think that might be on another piece across the sea. Stop. Oh, bloody hell, Sharp. We'll end up going there. Oh no, I then nearly posted me to Adrian's wall last week. I said, oh, I'm not going up there. My skirt it'd be too drafty wearing my skirt. I'm getting old now. I might get to stiff things, you know. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it, I'm Italian. I like to be in warmer climes and this Cornwall, it suits me down to the ground. I agree. At least there's the odd palm tree. No plane trees, but there's palm trees. Oh well, lunch is over. We better get back, Septus. Otherwise we'll be in trouble. Oh, no crucifixions oh. today. No, none today. Oh, let's go. Well, it's time to get this competition back on track. It's time for round two, a head-to-head now with Tristan and Victoria, where I will be giving both of them one of my carefully crafted questions. And as ever, there'll be bonus points for any tidbits of local knowledge thrown in. You know I love my tidbits. Tristan. Yes, hello there, my lover. Don't be alarmed by my strange appearance. I've sent myself back into the oven. I've fused half of the the Victoria sponge cake. So I am now a yin-yang of Cornish pasty and Victoria sponge. I am the alpha and omega of a lovely tea time. That is quite a sight to behold. 
Um, but it's still you, you deep down, is it? It's still, I'm still talking to Tristan, right? Yes, I, well, I've still got my contestants pass here with my ID, so I'm allowed to compete. So I cannot be banned, though I may encompass more than one being, more than one food. I may win more than one point per question. That, that may make the, the point system uh, a little more complicated, but we see how we get on. Um, so listen carefully. I'm going on a trip from London to St. Ives, and I'll be going via Exeter, and via Bristol, which two motorways do you suggest I take? Ah, yes, I know there. We want to follow the ancient Roman roads and the ley lines that the Druids laid down. So therefore, one would want to take Watling Street all the way up into London. And from there, one must fly across Salisbury Plain using the ley line of the ancient oaks. So I have spoken. Well, I had M4 and M5 written down, but... I I definitely will be giving you some uh, some extra points for Watling Street and ley lines. Victoria, are you there, Victoria? I am, Timothy. Are you all you, or have you oh, fused yes, them as well? I'm one hundred percent me. Although I do have to commend Tristan. I mean, I think he looks simply wonderful, and what a bold and unconventional choice he's made. I was thinking he look he looks a little bit more attractive than usual actually. And oh, now so I know was why. I. How funny. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you're still hundred percent you. Yes, I'll not be changing anytime soon. Don't you worry. Excellent. Excellent. Are you ready for my question? Please. Uh, okay. Listen carefully. What is the very rudest place name in the southeast? Uh, well, you know, there are many, although not very many in my borough of uh, Kensington and Chelsea. Obviously, although we are the smallest borough in London, we are very much perfectly formed. Um, there isn't very much room for rudeness. However, I have seen a good few. I do recall um, spending some time in Cambridgeshire where I believe there was a Butts Lane, which I found particularly amusing. Yeah, that that that's on the list. That that's a good one. Well done. You definitely get a point for that. I would have also accepted Lickfold, Knob Hill, and Loose Bottom. Well, uh, all, all classics. The the southeast is a filthy place, but uh, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, frankly. So Nor would I? Oh, well, yeah. So <laughs> it's now over to the judges. Uh, we'll see what what they made of those answers and whether there'll be any more points awarded. Oh, are we on? Oh, um, oh, damn, I was just finishing my pasty. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I, I'm actually trying this pasty with the Victoria sponge in it. Um, it's quite the mix. It's it's rather lovely. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying this mix. How do you find the buttercream goes with the minced potato? Oh, actually, I find it quite delightful. It's making the potato quite creamy. Let me try a bit. I've actually tried it the other way around. So I've put the Cornish pasty within the Victoria sponge. And I'm, I have to say that it's really delicious. I don't know. I mean, I like my things pure. I've never been a fan of mixing my <coughs> sweet and savoury. I don't like, you know, sweet and sour, that sort of thing. And I don't have a pineapple on a pizza. So I'm really not sure about a pasty in a Victoria sponge. Well, it, it's just like having it. So you're having it the opposite way around. So we've got a new debate. Do, do you have... The Victoria sponge first 
or do you have the Cornish pasty first? Which way round do you have it? And which way's Cornish and which way is Devonian? Well, all right, you persuaded me. I'm going to try a bit. Now, who, which way do you think? You think it's sponge first, then pasty. And uh, you think it's pasty inside sponge. Got to be pasty inside sponge, you know. I mean, I can understand putting sponge inside pasty, but what's going to happen? You're just going to double bake to sponge, aren't you? How's about spreading the jam on the pasty? It's jam first and then the cream on top. And then the cream on top, yeah. But but hang on, what about the sponge? Where are you going to put the sponge? Well, maybe it's just surplus to requirements in, in this particular version of the fusion. No, 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 no. I think it's, I think it's got to be a layer of sponge. Layer of pasty, layer of jam, layer of cream, layer of sponge. Oh, like a kind of Devon Victoria lasagna. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because, because Victoria sponge is also known as Victoria mm. sponge sandwich, which indicates to me that things have to go in the middle. It has to be sponge on the outside. Mm. Oh, it is a sandwich cake, isn't it? Oh, Christ, yeah. how did I not know that? Oh, I feel ridiculous. Oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, yes, but, you know, it's uh, maybe you'll grow out of it. But, but what we're forgetting here is how will the builders eat this? Because surely that's the whole point of the pasty. That, you know, people have something to wrap the, the, the meat inside around and the pasty provides that holding experience. If you're putting a pasty in a sponge, you've just got a very big sponge, haven't you? You, you need to, you know, put the sponge in the pasty. And for a pasty to be a pasty, it has to have 13 crisps. <laughs> Hmm. To hold on to. So, of course, the sponge cannot encase the pasty. Hold on, hold on. Why don't we bash the pasty? What came first, the pasty or the cake? The pasty's been about since the Romans. And look what the Romans have done for us. Straight roads. What about the aqueducts, Rach? Yeah. Hot baths. Oh, yeah, hot baths. Crucifixions. Crucifixions, yeah. R- Roman numerals. Yeah, but just because you did it first doesn't mean you did it best. So, you know, they might have been first to it, but it doesn't mean they perfected it. Well, look what the Victorians did for us. Yeah. Christmas cards. Flushing toilets. Austerity. Oh, I can't speak. Austeri- uh, yeah, yeah, austerity. Austerity, yes. Yes. Wooden school benches. Yes. It gave you piles. Yeah. Typhoid. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. TB. A life expectancy of 43 years. Mm -hmm. So I think the Romans probably probably come up on top, really, which means the pasty has to go first. Yeah. Yeah. I I think we're. They they had a much better sense of fashion, too. I like those um, short shirts and sandals. Yes, I did. I like the leather. I'm partial to a leather. Yes, skirt. with the little leather floppy bits. Yep. Yep. I mean, the Victorians didn't even flash their ankles. Well, after that long discussion with the judges, it's made very little difference to the scores, but um, we still have round three left to go. So that is the quickfire buzzer round where I'm going to ask lots of questions, each one worth three points. 
it can all change around here. And there's a bonus question as well, uh, which is worth five points. So get your metaphorical fingers on your buzzers, Tristan and Victoria. What sauce is usually served with a spotted dick? Victoria? That would be a custard, Timothy. Correct. Three points. Which soft drink is often described as a Scotland's other national drink? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, that would be the Iron Brew. It is the Iron Brew. Three points for you. It's still neck and neck. What is the other name given to squash? Yes, Tristan. Uh, that would be the uh, gentleman's game of the city. They like to talk about business as they play their squash. Mm, bit, a bit of a misunderstanding there. It was cordial. Cordial. Thank you for the compliment. You're quite cordial yourself, Timothy. Well, thank you very much there. Um, what What is the other name given to squash? I know I said that. <laughs> I would answer, but I don't think it would be fair. What would you say? Well, I, I would have said cordial. Frankly, I would have said it anyway, but I let poor Tristan have a go. Our, our squash, yes, they call it the odd pumpkin. It looks like it's been run over. <laughs> I'm afraid it was cordial. Thank you. Any compliments you want to send my way related to that? Well, you certainly don't look like you've been run over, Mr. Timothy. No, you look like a lovely man. I I think I'm coming apart at the scenes, actually. Excuse, oh, no, this jam and mince was falling. Please excuse the mess. I think the oven is up too high. Um, how many varieties of cheese does the UK produce? Victoria? 15. Oh, so close. It was 700. I can't give you a point for that, I'm afraid. You know I'd love to. What colour is dandelion and burdock? Tristan, oh, we both buzzed. Tristan first. Well, they're now dandelion, obviously, they, they turn white and fly upon the, the air. And uh, burdock, obviously, they're a different colour. So I think that if you mix them together in the same way, if you put a Victoria sponge and a, a uh, Cornish pasty together, you get a lovely purple aura, just like my aura is shining purple. Purple is the correct answer. Uh, lovely explanation as well. Three points. To the closest million, how many dozen eggs are laid in the UK every year? How many dozen eggs? Victoria Sponge. I'm going to say seven million. Oh, uh, Tristan, what would you say? Well, no, this is an interesting question. I... Uh, now, a Cornish pasty traditionally has 20 crimps, so I'll go for my lucky 20 and say 20 million. Well, the correct answer is 970 million. So you were both very close there. Um, but Tristan, just a bit closer, I believe. So points for you there. And finally, the, the final British bonus question is worth five points. What do you think about the weather today? Victoria Sponge. Well, it's fine weather we're having, isn't it, Timothy? Lovely really, weather for ducks. Really warm. It's really perked up. Not bad for April. No, no, it's rather pleasant. Clocks have just gone forward. They have indeed. Another hour of lovely sunshine. Funny how light it is in the evenings now, isn't it? Isn't it? It's so funny. You know, I looked at the clock and I thought, well, it must only be three or four and... Would you know, it was 6pm. Mm. Oh, the year's flying by, isn't it? 
seemed like it was only January yesterday. It really is gracious. You know, I haven't even started on my New Year's resolutions yet. Can you believe it? Another <laughs> year. What What would your resolution be if you uh, if you could still do that in April? Well, you know, I've resolved to do several things, but this year I was going to raise three million pounds for charity through my bake sales, and I oh. do hope I can still accomplish it. I'm sure you will. You've got the whole year left ahead of you. Well, almost. Time is running out before you know it. It'll be Christmas again. I'll buy some of your cake. Oh, Timothy, thank you so much. Has it all got strawberry jam in like you? It does indeed, yes. (laughs) Good. (laughs) The final scores. Well, it actually was a bit of a runaway victory there in the end. I'm I'm sorry, Victoria. I I couldn't. I, I tried to give you some points at the end there, but... It was just too many to Tristan. He displayed a lot of knowledge early on and also did well in that in that final round. Tristan, you are the winner of the South of England. How do you feel? Well, I feel like I've become something more than when I started in many ways. Spiritually, I grew by winning the first seat. Now, physically and compositionally, I've grown and I can... Only look forward to who I may meet and perhaps even absorb in the next heat of the competition. And I guess it's a bit of a consolation to Victoria that you have you have uh, fused some of her into you uh, so she can share some of your win. Yes, you know, on the one hand, of course, I'm saddened to be stepping back at this point in the competition, but to see Tristan moving forward and to know that I've had, I've played such a crucial part emotionally, physically, spiritually in his victory. I think I can say with honesty in my heart that he really is a worthy winner. Foods don't have fingers, but they do have credits. The Great British Food Fight was improvised and performed by Luke Behan, Ems, Zoe French, Darren Jordan, Jennifer Longdon, Kim Nelson, Reshma Mardi, Stuart Knox, Marty Sears, Sue Swallow and Alistair Thomas. Edited by Luke Behan, directed by Jennifer Longdon.